Shut up and sit down. Welcome to the Absolute Worst Podcast. I'm Allison Royer. And I'm Dana Powell. Each week on our show, we seek and give free therapy by telling you our problems, asking you to tell us your problems, and then we just pray to God that any of it works out. We are basically the opposite of Oprah. We are, except I feel like Oprah's nicer than you are. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've heard that like behind the scenes, she, she can be quite mean? a terror. Is that true? Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe you're not the opposite of Oprah. Maybe you're Oprah. Because I'm going to be honest, Dana's been very mean to me today. I have? Over the last couple of episodes, we have talked a lot about how we're not doing well. We've mm-hmm. asked for some help. Mm-hmm. Um, we still haven't. We will hopefully get some really good suggestions. But what we have gotten are a lot of something I've, I like to call absolute yours. Yeah. And I'm, I, I don't know if I like, like it. it. Yeah. But basically, it is the combination of two words, absolute and your. And then I guess, oh, no, 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 that's not true. I combined your and worst. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh, Because we want to hear what's going on in your lives as well, like Mm -hmm. absolute worst stories. And I have to tell you, Dana. So the first couple seem they were from Dana's friends. Yeah, and the, Allison was mad because they were all about oh, animals. animals. And then I determined it was because Dana lives in the country, and so oh, that was like true. the only experience people there were able to have because there's not that's as true. many humans. That's not true. It seems like it was. So I actually did a quick glance. Dana doesn't know all the stories that I've received, um, but I know that they're good enough that you were like, "We need to start with these." Yeah. I have to tell you, if if we're going to base, like, our friends, like, if we were going to have a comment on our friends and, like, let that then inform people about what we are like, your friends had a lot of stories, like, quirky, fun, cute stories about animals. Well, I think once somebody sees a story about an animal, they're like, oh, yeah, I have it. It reminds them they have an animal story. Yeah. My friends had a lot of stories about illness, suicide. I mean, we got some dark stories. Really? You don't know them all. Do you did you tell them it was a comedy podcast? Who cares? I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. So this one is somewhere in the middle, but I wanted to start with it because I find it to be kind of epic. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to read exactly what they wrote to me. Okay. She actually asked if she could be kept anonymous, which I don't know if just saying it's a girl has already ruined her anonymity. Probably. You think so? <laughs> yes. But um, so this is a friend of mine who who wrote in about an absolute yours. It was the second year I had moved out to L.A., still naive as ever and filled with Midwest hope. I had scored my first commercial commercial agent who turned out to be an absolute scumball. Oh, OK. But he did start getting me an audition here and there. I was called in opposite of Al Pacino. Oh, cool. One of your first auditions Mm -hmm. was opposite. Good. For some national commercial and lost my shit. I had had this weird obsession with him ever since my father showed me Godfather 1. I would sit every day before leaving for high school at 6.30 a.m. and sip on espresso and eat homemade biscotti. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And watch Godfather over and over in 30-minute increments for the entirety of my senior year. It was weird. But I suppose a healthier obsession than a lot of the drugs going around my high school. Okay, that's fair. Anyway, I get this audition and basically freak out, buy a new outfit I cannot afford, make sure I'm word perfect on my five-word line, and I make sure that I'm on time, which... As Dana and I both know, in Los Angeles, 
That's not easy. Sometimes you got to leave three, two hours in advance. Uh, okay. And I make sure that I'm going to get on the 101 early enough to make it and not be on time. To make it and not be. I think she means early. Make it early and not be on time. Now, only a few short months before, I had been diagnosed with celiac disease. Okay. Now, this is the gluten allergy. Oh, okay. Like flour? It's running rampant in Los Angeles, the celiac disease. Everybody has it. I have to say, I'm not totally a believer. I I was, I believe that this person has it after reading this story. But other than that, not a believer. Okay. (laughs) That's a story for another time. It runs in my family and basically was the cause of severe digestive issues for years in my life. It was a godsend when I finally found the culprit of my severe illness all the time. Yeah, like she was sick all the time and now she knows Got it. I also found out I was allergic to basically every other food on the planet. Eggs, soy, nuts, dairy, shellfish. Al- I mean, these are the things she's allergic to. Wow. Bananas, citric acid? It's not even. Broccoli, celery, carrots, berries, the list goes on. Another story for another time. So I strictly cut out all those foods out of my diet. Now, the weirdest part would be to find out through trial and error and or cross-contamination how every allergen affected my body. Okay, so, yeah, because every allergen has a different reaction. So, basically, she doesn't know what she's allergic to until, until like, something it happens. happens. Right. So, I'm on my way to this audition, excited out of my mind, and I get this weird, sharp pain in my stomach. I assume it's gas, so I don't think anything of it. Sure enough, within a minute, I let out a little gas, feel better, keep driving on the 101, get to the casting facility, grab my person headshot, and start to get out of the car. I even found free parking. Yay! Oh my god, that's almost impossible. I know, right? On the street? Forget about it. And I feel something... He's gonna book this. No. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) And I feel something run down my leg. It freaks me out, and I scream. And I look back into my car to see I had full-on shit my pants. (gasps) Full on, had no idea, no allergic reaction is predictable. You could have a reaction within five minutes, 30 minutes, one day a week, you never know. I knew I was having a reaction because my ass basically opened and let out all of my bowels. Oh my God. And she didn't know until it was running down. Like That's she what didn't she says. understand. She, she must have had seat warmers because <laughs> she was sitting in a puddle of I warm. was mortified. Here I am on the side of the road in my best new outfit. I wonder how much she spent on the outfit. How much would you spend on Because she said she didn't have the money. So would she go big? Was it $500? I mean, listen, I'm not a good gen- If I b- find a dress for 15 bucks, I'm like, yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Totally. <laughs> um, here I am on the side of the road in my best new outfit covered in my own feces. I face away from my car and try to awkwardly scurry around my car to the trunk to get a beach towel. Oops, sorry. You went to the beach this weekend. Remember, you have no towels. Nothing to help you. So I proceed to start bawling, drive back the entirety of the 101 covered in my shit. Oh, my God, mushing it into her car seat. And then got to my apartment. I still had time to change and get back to the audition. Well, I didn't expect to get into my building's... Well, I didn't expect to get into my building's garage during the middle of the day, mind you, to find a group of about 12 middle-aged Hispanic men working on the garage door. So they literally all saw me trying to hold myself together, but spewing shit everywhere as I walked. She was still pooping. She spelled butt with one T, so I was confused by that. But seems Stop she's still pooping. Her. She's walk pooping at this point. Stop judging her. She's, she's literally, literally walk pooping. Lost. Do you like that she's talking about how she's walk pooping and I'm upset that she just put one T in butt? Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine what you would do if you were walk pooping? I think I'd still spell correctly. Wrong. <laughs> so uh, I have never felt so close to death. Then I went to my apartment, collapsed into the bathtub, threw my my clothes in a garbage bag, showered, and made it back to the audition. I Shut up. I would have been done. Back. She doesn't care. It's Al Pacino. 
She's no, like, today I is my day. Oh, but wait, what's the best part? She booked it. I was turned away immediately because they decided they wanted a genuine British woman, not someone who could do the accent. So I proceeded to go home and cry the rest of the day. Best part of the story, this was not the first nor last time this would happen to me. Thanks, celiac disease. Oh, my God. Okay, I do have to say, if this happens to you more than once, you need to have some wipes and is that right? diaper panties with you at all times. No, this is what I think she should do because, you know, I'm really good at solutions. No, she hasn't even posed this as a problem. She's just saying, She's just it's, saying it's the worst thing. Yours. And it really is bad. It truly is bad. But Dana brings up a good point. Maybe what you do, you cut a hole in the seat of your driver's seat and you make like a little toilet underneath <laughs> Just hear me out. You you open it up and place like a bucket in there and then cover it. And then you just open the bucket part when you think, you know, when times are tough. Mm-hmm. Your solutions are so grandiose and dumb. Bucket, bucket seat. No, uh, that's not what a bucket seat is. <laughs> what year were you born? 1980. Oh, maybe you don't know what bucket seats are. I know are. what a bucket seat is when you ch- clip the cherry trees. What? It's, isn't, don't you, <laughs> what are you talking don't about? Don't you use a bucket seat when you have to go up to cut the cherry trees? Oh, my God. Sometimes you're... <laughs> okay, listen. Listen, I listened back to one of the previous podcasts, and I was like, Dana, you're such a bitch to Allison sometimes. You need to really try. And now sitting in this moment, I understand what happens. A bucket seat is a type of car seat. That they used to make in, like, I think the 70s, no. that was one Oh, piece. I'm thinking of a bucket truck. What? You know you know when it's a truck and it literally just has, like, a bucket on it? Oh, to, and like, you stand for telephone. It to cut the cherry trees. <laughs> or telephone wires or stuff. I understand what okay, you're saying. Okay, so now are you less mad? Because no, was- not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I don't, in fact, I got so upset I about it. I wanted to know when I was born. I, I got so upset about it, I don't even remember what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> Oh, my thing is she should have a buck. Oh, and here, I just want to play devil's advocate. Okay. Okay, so let's say she does lose her mind and cut a hole in her seat <laughs> and put a bucket in that. Um, how's she going to move her seat, Allison? Here's the thing. Here's the thing I think it would also require. So it does mean you're really interested in this solution. It means that you want to not shit all over yourself because I think what it would require is that every time you get in your car you take your pants off and you sit on the bucket seat just in case something goes wrong. This is the most elaborate (laughs) horrible Trojan horse (laughs) sort of thing. (laughs) Like you're asking her to redesign her car. This is like a a car for a handicapped person but it's a person who shits their pants all the time. Oh no 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 this is stupid. I know what her solution is. It's similar to yours. She just needs to wear a diaper. Well, that's what I said. She needs right. to take some, which is unfortunate. Like, yeah. she doesn't have to wear them all the time, but like if she feels like coming on. Or if you on. try a new food. And also, I'm not sure that I think Al Pacino is worth going home and showering and like. He I, was to her. I guess. She said she watched The Godfather every day. Right. For in 30 minute increments through the entirety of her senior year. She basically said that Al Pacino kept her from doing drugs. Wow. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. this was like, I mean, who would you do that for? Hers is Al Pacino. Mine would have been, does it, can it be dead or alive? Okay. I mean, it's our game. We set the yeah. rules. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would say 
Obviously, Judy Garland. Obviously. Is that not obvious? I don't think so. You wouldn't do it for Judy Garland? No, no. She was a legend. Who's yours? I don't know. I feel like I am... I would want it to be somebody that I love. Oh, yeah. Here, I know where you're going. Really? Jesus. Oh, Lord. It's like what everybody from the Deep South says all the time. That That's how they true. trick the dead or the live. If you could have dinner with anyone dead or alive, who would you have? That's like a Deep South setup. And then you say, like, I don't know, probably Madonna. And they're like, I would choose Jesus. And you're like, great. Well, no. I'm an asshole, I, I guess. feel like I can talk to Jesus whenever I want to. Oh, At least God, that's I'm how I was it. raised. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I would probably have to say at this point in my life right now the next best thing might be Idris Elba (laughs) (laughs) he's so hot no he definitely is and talented and charming English well spoken has an accent I always say somebody with an accent probably uses their tongue different than we Mm do (laughs) no I get it Dana just (laughs) like bug-eyed me like do you know what I'm saying and like we get it Dana everyone knows what you're saying I mean once again, Dana is like this wild sexual animal, and I continue to be, I guess, like super prude and maybe a gay man because I wanted to meet Apparently. Judy Garland. I know. It's, Listen, I'm not saying she's not talented and wonderful, but are you, you. going to go back and try and save her from doing drugs? I no, mean, that no, would that's be... part of her allure. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh. do you know what they used to do to her? I mean, she was like an adolescent, you know. And they'd be like, oh, here's some sleeping pills. Time to go to bed. Oh, time to get up, Judy. Here's so some sad. uppers. Oh, time to go. I mean, that's like, there were no child labor laws. Yeah. She's what invented them. Mm. So that's sad. I started. Allison. What? Have you ever shit your pants? Hmm. I don't think I have. Hmm. No? I'll tell you what I did do. Hmm. Many times. I had a waterbed growing up. Uh-huh. No big deal. Um, I did too. Did you? Uh-huh. It was so cold where I'm from. I'm from, you know, the suburbs of Chicago. It's a major metropolitan mecca. It's not a big deal. Um, that finally my parents, I would be so cold in the middle of the night. My parents finally bought me this waterbed and I would turn it up to 100 degrees. Like, so it was so warm. Uh-huh. But I peed the bed all the time because of my drinking. Oh, my so God. So if you piss your pants in a waterbed, like, it's not easy to clean. And obviously, you're an adult, so you can't, like, have people help or feel sorry for you. You have to clean before your parents find out. So I woke up in a wet bed so many times. That's so gross. Parents went, I don't know. I pee my pants a lot when I was drinking. Wow. A lot. Oof. Like, I often woke up in having peed. You want to hear a story about my husband? Okay. One time, I was living in an apartment. And Robbie and I, for some reason, there was a bar that had 40-ounce margarita. Oh, no, no, A 40-ounce martini. So we went and we were drinking these 40-ounce martinis. So that's 40 Huge. shots. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. That's, <laughs> men, that's a lot of alcohol. Yeah. So we're drinking these 40-ounce martinis. We come home. We're completely wasted. I live with three guys at the time. We go to bed. I wake up in the middle of the night, and Robbie is like phantom pissing on all my school books. No, he no, doesn't know so he's awake. Expensive. He doesn't know he's awake. He's just in my room, standing in the corner, peeing on my bookcase, like over all of my college books. No, yeah, I was really mad. Did you just have to use them like that? I don't have any idea what happened after that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, did you ever shit your pants? Mm. Oh, you did. Well, <laughs> I've never told anyone this. Why would I choose a podcast? Nobody, it doesn't matter. This Nobody's going to listen to us, yeah, are they? Exactly. You know who probably never shit her pants? Who? Oprah. She probably never did. You're probably right. Continue. So one time, 
my baby sister came out to visit me and I, and we went to the beach just to like walk around or whatever. And I had this cute little skirt on because I don't like to wear pants to the beach because you can get wet. So we're walking up above the water on these cliffs and I, all of a sudden my stomach, I was like, I don't know what happened. I, we had eaten so horribly because when she came, she was like, I want to eat everything that's here that I don't normally get to eat. So we had like Lala's Argentinian. We had like in and out We had, I mean, just so much stuff that I wouldn't normally eat back to back to back, right? <laughs> so walking and I go, Tiffy, oh my God, I'm going to poop. And she was like, what, what, where's the bathroom? And I was like, there's no bathroom up here. There's no bathroom. There's a bathroom like a mile away, right? Like I can't make it. So these paths that we were walking, walking along had um, brush, like mm. dried out brush. And I was, she was like, go in there and go. And I was like, I can't, I can't. And she, cause I don't, I've never gone to the bathroom. The only other time I had gone out in like nature was the first time I ever got drunk. I peed under a bridge and two boys peed off the bridge above me and I cried. <laughs> like that's the only other time. <laughs> so I went into these bushes and she's like, lift up your skirt. Or you're going to get it on your skirt. And like had accident. And it wouldn't stop. And <laughs> she goes, oh, my God, there's a security guard coming. And, like, beach security was driving by. And I was, like, trying to hide my face. I, I, it was the worst. And then I didn't, have, I, I didn't have anything to really clean up with, really. <laughs> this, I'm going to edit this no, out. No, <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you dare. Keep going. So no, then so you used rocks. I don't I just I think I what I did was took my underwear off and kind of mm -hmm. used that and discarded, discarded them so I just want to say something just to clarify um that's the only time I've ever pooped in my you life you didn't poop your pants you chose to poop in public and it backfired in like an incredible way <laughs> I had to or I would have gone in my car <laughs> you know what you needed a hernia belt bucket seat no, gross. Let's see. Could it save your that's, ass? I just want to make it clear that's the only time I've ever pooped. I don't poop. Oh, okay. Or Other fart. than that, you don't poop or fart. I do. I'm like clockwork. Oof. I don't like talking about it. Okay, we don't have to. You're the, I'm sorry you don't like talking about it. Well, you just told me in great detail. Stop yelling at me. You asked me <laughs> you a point blank. Tell you asked me a point blank question and I try not to lie in my life unless <sighs> it's going to make someone feel better. Let's quickly talk about celiac <laughs> disease. Okay. As a matter of fact, if anybody out there has celiac disease or believes it doesn't exist, I want you to go to absoluteworstpodcast.com or go to Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. and Or maybe you have another weird, obscure diseases because that's two now. This girl and me, random yeah. diseases. Yeah. So I feel like celiac disease is one of those things in Los Angeles. It's where you're allergic to flour. Yeah, but I think people lie about it. Oh. Like she was saying that if she has... This girl was saying if she has a celiac, if she has an allergy from this, she like is in the hospital. Yeah. They have to put her on an IV. Mm -hmm. That's legit an allergy. Mm -hmm. But I feel like a lot of people don't have the allergy. Mm -hmm. They claim to have the allergy, but they're using it as a diet. Mm -hmm. Do you agree or disagree? Yeah, that's probably true. Don't you think? Yeah. I think I knew a girl that didn't eat flour like as a you know dietary choice, not because she was allergic. But she said she would tell people because people get really mad when you have like food specifics. I get really mad. And so she would tell people she had celiacs just right. so that they wouldn't question her. But that's not okay. Mm. I think you're doing a disservice to the people that are literally shitting their pants on the way to their Al Pacino commercial. Maybe, but also like don't ask people about their food is my opinion. Like to me, 
if somebody wants to make a certain choice with their food, let them do it. I remember, you know, I've struggled a lot with my weight. And I've yeah, tried. you said that you lost 100 pounds. I did, yeah. Tell me everything. Well, I mean, I just wasn't eating like sugar and flour. I was working out six days a week. I had a trainer. Like it was a full-time job for mm-hmm. me because everyone in my family struggles with weight. And I guess I just have like the metabolism of, I don't know, molasses. <laughs> so I feel like no matter what point I was at in my life, big, small, healthy, not healthy, like whatever, it people are always looking at what you eat. Like if you have a job, don't people usually go, Oh, what are you eating? I'm going to be honest. That does happen and it drives me crazy. It's so rude. It does happen. It's, it's a, so and I rude. Do think it's rude. My husband was telling me once, I actually wrote a sketch about this because at his work, like they eat like kings. They have food all day, every day, craft service, catering, like everything. And so they get donuts, fresh donuts every day. So he would, every once in a while, go get a couple of donuts. And when people would walk by his office and go see him with two donuts, be like, whoa, two donuts, huh? And he was like, I don't get donuts every day. They're small donuts. And he goes, people are always saying, oh, donuts. Oh, wish I could eat some donuts. And he was like, when I go down there most of the time, there's no donuts. Yeah. Somebody's eating those donuts. Right. Yeah. So I wrote this sketch about a girl at work. Somebody brought in cupcakes and she's the only one eating it. And everybody's looking at her going, mm, is it good? Oh, have one for me. Mm-mm. And she finally just loses her mind because people are so nosy about what other it's people kind of true. eat. Although it doesn't matter what size you are, nothing. I would say, so, you know, I love to eat. I would like, I would say that I'm a foodie. Mm-hmm. Like we usually like to figure out what's the next restaurant, what's their shtick. We save up our money. We go there. Like that's our like social events. Mm-hmm. And I definitely have two categories of friends, people that I would ever ask to go out to eat and people that I never would. If you have any allergy, I'm like, we'll never, we'll never hang out socially. It's never going to (laughs) happen. I'm being serious. Well, then I guess we can't go out to eat. What are your allergies? I'm allergic to avocado. Okay, that seems pretty reasonable. But like every time you come here, I can blindly offer you food and 90% of the time you'll eat it. Yes. If you have one thing, like, I mean, unless you have like... An actual, like we had to bring a meal to someone yesterday who's diabetic. So low sugar, low carbs. That's legit. Mm -hmm. No problem. I'll help you out. But fake allergies, I'm not into. (laughs) I don't like them. This girl has a real one, I think. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And then I get so mad. I mean, granted, you know, I hate tomatoes more than anything in the world. I do too. They make me want to kill myself. Yeah, I hate them. I'll die. If there's a pre-made sandwich and it has a tomato on it, I will throw away the whole sandwich. Oh, wow. Because oh, you won't even no. have the juice. Oh, no. Wow. Not going to do it. So I actually think that I, I've always thought of myself as like, I'll just eat whatever. But then everybody at my work thinks maybe I'm like a picky eater. Oh. I know. It's weird, right? I wouldn't Thank think you. I don't think that I am either. either, but. I am a picky eater. Are you? Yeah. I don't think you are. I am. I have this friend that wanted me to eat Brussels sprouts so bad. And I was always like, no, they're like hard boogers. No way. <laughs> and he was like, I'm having you guys over to dinner and you better eat those fucking Brussels sprouts. That's actually a good point because I made you a meal with, oh no, that was zucchini, zucchini. that you said tasted but I like ate every. No, honey, you didn't. I ate everything nope. except the zucchini. That's correct. Yeah. That's and right. I ate some of the zucchini. <laughs> you didn't like it though. But I wasn't in love with it. <laughs> but I spit those. Brussels sprouts out at his table. They were making me gag, and he was staring me in the face, going, "Don't do it, don't do it." And I put them in a napkin. I couldn't help it. He was like, "You're so rude." I always forget. So I actually do have an allergy, right? I'm allergic to alcohol. Are you allergic to it? Well, that's what they think alcoholism is. 
They would say that alcoholism is a, an allergy to alcohol. Oh, but it's an addiction. Well, see, now you're judgy about my allergy. Oh. It's an addiction. Yeah. But the idea is that, like, you have a physical allergic response to alcohol. I have never heard that you before. You haven't? Huh. Yeah. Coupled then with, like, you know, a multitude of other problems. But so anytime we do, like, a ta- if you go to, like, a fancy restaurant, they're like, is there, are there any allergies in the party? Does that have any? Like, if you make a reservation and they're like, I don't think any- I've ever been somewhere that nice. I like it. Um, but they're always like, do you have any allergies? And I'm always like, no, because I'm like, people with allergies. But then I forget I have an alcohol allergy. I don't drink alcohol. And, you know, people cook with alcohol. But it cooks the alcohol out of it. Not in a dessert. Like tiramisu. I don't eat that shit. Oh, I don't know. Where they like soak it in like rum. I didn't even know tiramisu had rum in it. You're not a foodie. So no. I am a foodie. You are not a foodie. No, I'm just an overeater. Is that what it, that's your thing? <laughs> And Oprah's an overeater. I mean, so here yeah, we go. We're like, I am Oprah. I had a book club where every single girl there identified as an overeater except for me. It seems to be a real thing. Oh, yeah. And so then I took the test with one of the girls because, you know, for Overeaters Anonymous, there's like a 10 question test. Oh, is there? So from 20 questions, whatever it is to be like, oh, maybe this is like a program that would work for you. So. We both took the test together because I was like, this will just give you a point of reference. Like, we'll just see how we add up. And this was after book club. Everybody had left. And we usually have, like, food and appetizers at book club. So we finished it. And one of the questions was, like, do you feel guilty after a binge? And I said no. And she said yes. And she was like, what do you mean no? And I was like, well, I don't think I binge. And she was like, what did you just do? Like, so it was like our perceptions. Like, her perception was all the food at book club she had just eaten. And that was was her binge. binge. My perception was like I had just had dinner. Like I did not <laughs> feel that that was a bit like I I was just like, oh, that's just me eating. See, I know that I have problems with food. I always have. I eat when I'm happy. I eat when I'm sad. I eat when I'm angry. I eat to celebrate. I eat to mourn. Like it's right. just medicine for everything. And when I was a kid, this is how bad it is. Okay. Because I've struggled with my weight since I was three years old. Yeah. Like I was a fat baby. Okay. And I remember times in my childhood getting up in the middle of the night and going to the spice cabinet because um, there were like little sprinkles and stuff for cookies and things like that. And I would eat them. And one time I found cloves. And, you know, cloves as a spice, like they're those little star shaped pointy things. And so I, they looked like candy to me. So I took them out and crunch, crunched them. I cannot stand the smell of clove. Like, you know how you're in college and people are like, I smoke cloves yeah. and listen to fish. Okay, I, it, don't it makes, oh boy. We listen to fish I, in this house, but anyway. Do you eat cloves or smoke cloves? I love smoking cloves. Oh God, no. It makes me want to vomit. And it's because I ate them thinking they were candy as a kid. So then what's the difference? Because I'm, you know, I'm an eater. Mm-hmm. I love to eat. Like, it makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between that and an overeater? Well, for me anyway, I'm an emotional eater. Mm-hmm. It's it's medicine for me. It, like, numbs me. It's like a drug to me. It numbs right. me out. I used to eat, when I was younger, I would eat so much when I was having a hard time, it would just make me sleepy and I'd pass out. Mm. So, like, your food is my alcohol. Probably. That's what it is. Probably. Yeah, because, like, yesterday, we I was hungry and we were driving, and there was a Popeyes, and I felt like the heavens, like the clouds, like I felt 
such joy like i was so happy so like for sure food does something for me uh-huh you know what i mean yeah but if you don't feel like it's a problem then maybe it's not that other girl thought it was a problem she was like you just binged and you don't even well, feel bad that's so her projecting bad that i did that i'm well, not that's what i'm saying like people maybe i'm need a to... closet overeater and i don't even know it <laughs> well that's what i mean though like people that's she was viewing it from her right. she was projecting onto you right her views but you didn't see a problem with it. No, but that's maybe the problem. I don't know if it's a problem. I mean, you talk about your body dysmorphia. <gasps> right. So I have body dysmorphism. I can't remember. Have I talked about this before on this I show? I can't remember. Okay. But you can talk about it briefly. I told my husband oh, about briefly? it. Oh, you're, briefly? Now you're like making... Well, I'm just saying like just... <laughs> if you think you may have discussed it before. Right. So this sudden, is the thing. What? Do you need to eat something? You're getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm so... I'm, oh. So I have body dysmorphism. But in the way that I think I look awesome all the time and other people are like, no, you definitely don't. So the way that I discovered this, I remember I had a, a casting and I went to the fitting and whatever happened, they, they said they were like, I had on my size card that I was a size eight, which I was, but currently not. I had a baby. It's, it has not worked <laughs> out. But because I had like a pair of jeans in my drawer that were a size eight, and that, that's like what I would use as my test, you know, and they fit me just fine. And then I go to this casting, and now here's the thing, though. I have a weird body. Like I have a big butt, smaller stomach. Like it, it, <laughs> like pants don't fit me. It doesn't matter what size I've ever been. Pants have never fit me. It's I just, just not a thing that no, it's not a thing that has ever happened. If anything, I'm allergic to pants. Like I, they've never worked <laughs> out for me. And so I always wear leggings because it just is like my thing. I have on leggings today. I, I know I was it's dressed the like, way to go. I said I was either dressed like a weird theater teacher or you. It's me. <laughs> so I go to this fitting, and of course they're putting on pants after pants after pants, and they all look really weird because they are tight on my hips and big in my stomach. So finally, the woman came over to me and she's like, Allison, you're a size 20. And I don't know if you know, you know. 20? You, she said I was a size 20. She's like, you wear a size 20. And I was like, what? I think that was just a Maybe, maybe she said I was a size person. 16. Yeah, she says I was a size 16 because I remember it was, yeah, she was a dick. And I was like, I mean, okay. Like, I wasn't even mad. I'm like, maybe that's true. But these pants, because the whole idea of my, for the commercial, I had to walk to see my little husband and then squat because he was under the car when I squat in these jeans she put me in my entire asshole came out the back and I was like I'm not trying to be a jerk if these are 16 and you think I'm a size 16 that's totally fine but my asshole is showing oh no and then I had to they emailed my agent and they were like Allison thinks she's a size 8 but she's clearly a size 16 what jerks they tattled on you yes and so because I had to go for a second fitting and so then I'm sexting, as you know, I like to sext. Yeah. All my, I'm sexting my agent pictures of myself in the bathroom. I'm like, look at me. I don't think I'm a size 16. I don't know. Maybe I am. And as I've said before, there's nothing wrong. Like, I don't want to be the arbiter of anybody's pant size. <laughs> but I was just like, this is just ins-. like, I just want to know what size pants I wear. And so it was just a real life example of how I'm like, listen, I'm pretty sure I look great. And this this like production company was like, no, you don't. Right. So I literally when I get a job in wardrobe calls, I literally describe myself like this. I am built like a spider. I'm round with appendages. I have giant boobs. Don't try to put a jacket on them unless you want to tailor it. Like, I just say everything that's – I'm like, I have a giant scar on my right arm that goes from elbow to shoulder. Like, you I give them – I know. <laughs> I give them – I'm like, I don't like to wear sleeveless anyway because my arms are fat. 
Like, I just give them everything. I Did say I tell the same you thing? That All I time? say is pants don't fit me. When the wardrobe calls me, I say pants don't fit me. But they always go, okay. Because they do that with me with jackets, and then they're like, oh, my God, you're right. Totally. <laughs> and would you want to know what I did on that job, by the way? I was like, there's no way I'm wearing these pants. I was like on the phone with my – I'm like, I'm not wearing these pants. I have to bend over. So I put on my little leggings and whatever shirt I had that day, and I started walking around all the clients so they could see you. And then they were like, oh, she looks, she looks really cute. cute. And that's what I wore Because you know commercial. how to dress your body. Right. So for those of you that don't know, this is a segment in our show where I specifically address Dana's grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, Dana, I guess, has some weird hang up where she doesn't want her grandma to know that her friends are, I guess, bad people. It's potentially just specific to me. Well, it could be. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that you're very offensive to my grandma's ears. <laughs> and can I point out, mm-hmm. this is not a judgment. It just okay. shows that there are different types of people in the okay. world. So you were saying that all of my friends write in like nice, quirky mm-hmm. animal stories. Yeah. Your friend's story horrible yeah the best like the worst story it was great uh-huh. she said shit like four times did she yeah maybe that's ma- maybe all my friends swear yeah i said bad words at least four times already so sorry grandma the point here neva is that i'm sorry i just got very upset that people clearly think i don't know what size pants i wear which i definitely don't but i've tried to tell people i just don't wear pants it's not that big of a deal let's just all agree that i don't wear pants and so sometimes it makes me feel like they think i'm an idiot neva's That was a good absolute yours. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So what's your final answer on food issues? How does it how did it all shake out? Well, I was talking to my therapist. My other my (laughs) we are your therapist. Stop talking to this weird woman. We have your answers. To my other therapist about like food and body and self-perception and and things like that, because at this point I'm kind of like. I don't have time to work out six or seven times a week. Nobody does. You know, all these things that I did to like keep it in check. Mm -hmm. And so recently I've done some work that some people have out of the blue for no reason that don't know me just said some mean ass shit about me. Like people think anonymously online they can say whatever they want and they forget you're a human. Right. So I I actually, it's harmful sometimes if you accidentally see it. I certainly don't seek it out. But once in a while, something gets through. Yeah. And so I was telling her that, you know, it hurts, blah, blah, blah. But then like I went to my mom and told her and she was like, oh, honey, I know. But when you lost all that weight, gosh, you looked so good. Uh (laughs) And my therapist was like, Dana you know what? You are a wonderful and delightful person. And she goes, if that is something about yourself that you want to change, great. If it's not, who cares? Wow. And so what are you, where are you at? I mean, I think always I want to lose weight. Like people treat you different. Like I was at a concert on Friday and my girlfriend, she's like blonde and beautiful, big boobs, whatever. She goes out into the aisle up to the stage to take a picture. She's there for like 20 minutes. So she comes back and she's like, Dana, go get a picture. I step out literally the second i step out from a mile and a half away a security guard not even the closest one to me beelines to me and goes ma'am you're gonna have to sit down first of all you know i hate that voice i know but that's exactly what he did and i was like i'm just taking and he goes you get one picture and i said you were over here before i could touch the button and he was like one picture sit down i'm like i get it i'm not pretty enough to stand in the aisle now, like do the you blonde think that's really true yes i've experienced life as a thinner person and as a heavier person and that shit 
happens constantly. Now, first of all, I'm mostly offended that you're trying to explain this to me in a way that I like have potentially never experienced. Like you're like, Allison, there's people in the world that are attractive and like, here's what happens for them. So, I mean, I know, Dana, because I'm really pretty and I have a good body. I was using it as an example. Yeah, but you were doing it in a way that you were like, you probably never, you don't know about this, but like there's attractive people out there. Maybe I was saying you don't know about this, but when you're unattractive like me, people are like, Uh, hey, you don't get, you don't get special life. Yeah, I, um, you don't get And you know what else? Here's the thing. The average American woman is a size 12 to 16. Mm -hmm. So- when I'm doing things and I'm out there and people are making horrible comments, like I do a commercial for a product and then for no reason, they're like, <laughs> like, we believe she eats salad. You know, mm-hmm. like it does, It has no relevance whatsoever. And you're slamming the bulk of women in America. Yeah. I represent what the normal woman looks like. Right. And you hate me for it. Right. What's that say about how you're treating and dealing with most women in America? Right. Shame on you. Well, here's where my body dysmorphism is kicking in, is I'm like, that sounds really hard. Well. I've never had to deal with that because I look super good. Good for you. That's what I say. I don't know that that's. I think it's great. But you know what? It would be great if people weren't so inclined to point out to me all the time that that's not true. See, that's that's shitty. Yeah. Yeah. You should feel good about how you look. Thank you. I mean, I don't right now because I had a baby. But so, you should. I what about having the baby makes any difference? You've well, lost just like significant extra weight. No, you've lost your weight. No, I haven't. I'm 12 pounds away from my pre-baby weight, and no one was very impressed. Pounds. And no one was very impressed with that weight to begin with. 12 pounds. Do you understand that the human body fluctuates just because of water weight at least three to five pounds every day? Okay, so we need to go down 12. And then we need to go down another I need 20. to go down 100. But and, – and here's the thing too. Like when people insult me and whatever, I also want to go, you know what? I am not a hideous troll. <laughs> Do you think we could spend a day like finding those people and sending them mean messages or just not worth it? I think it's probably not worth it. Some of them have just have psychosis, you know, like mm. – and sometimes people will stick up for you. Like I don't read that stuff, but every once in a while my husband gets sucked into it because yeah. he loves me and it makes him so angry. Right. And he's like, one time I saw a woman cheering a man on for making a nasty comment to you and I went to her her Facebook and her entire Facebook was about how she had lost 70 pounds in the last year. Right. And he was like, you know the struggle that my wife has. And right. like, yet you were able to go to a mean, nasty man. Yeah, right on. Give it to her. Right. And also like, for me, I just overeat. I'm an emotional eater. But there are some people who gain weight because of medications. Yeah. Or, you know, they have illnesses that I'll result. tell you what. So when I was hospitalized, as previously mentioned, I couldn't eat for 10 days. Like, I literally didn't eat. And I never have that. Like, oh, my God, I'm so sad I didn't eat. Oh, I'm so stressed out. But I was my fever was so high and I was so sick that I didn't eat. When I got out of the hospital, even people that knew I had been hospitalized were like, you've never looked better. I know. It's you so, look amazing. It's so I once said to somebody, oh, my God you look fantastic and he goes thanks i had a deadly disease this year and i was like oh my god i'm so well, sorry you know that i have a disease where i can't tell eating disorders someone Wait, what? i cannot spot an eating disorder to save my life so some of my friends were over here the other night and i was showing them vera ellen and white christmas i'm like oh my god you because they were talking it was a long story we were talking about debbie reynolds and how she was so little and all the girls back then were, were tiny and, yeah yeah and i said oh my god you should see vera ellen and white christmas it's ridiculous and they were sitting here and they're like Allison, she's anorexic. 
Yeah. And I was like, what? But it's the same thing with people who are too thin. People say like, first of all, it's none of your business. And maybe they have anorexia. Oh, but she did. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like people, that's an illness. No, no I know. You can't just be but like, I don't <laughs> eat a hamburger. <laughs> no, but I, I have an addiction. And a lot of the people that I know that have addictions, I are different walks of life. So some people I know are alcoholics, some are drug addicts, some have eating disorders, whatever. Just we live in LA. I've right come across a lot of different people i have on more than one occasion walked up to someone and said like oh my god you look great and they're like oh cool i have like i'm dying of anorexia or like oh yeah i just got back from like a crystal meth binge or Mm -hmm. and so now i literally you could lose 500 pounds i won't say any words it's too scary yeah it's a definitely or you can say you look healthy which when people say to me i think it's a compliment like you look healthy oh i think you know if someone said that to me i'd be like is that like saying what's that z word for fat not um, Zagnut. Zoftig. Yeah. yeah. I said Zagnut. That's a candy bar. <laughs> See, I have a problem with food. <laughs> so this girl had a problem with food too in that like, do you think there's some, because this must be the allure, right? People think, I'll just say I'm allergic to all food and then I won't be able to eat any food and then I'll be really skinny. <laughs> you know, if it's I like, had that strength, I would do it. Yeah. But she clearly has really an allergy. Well, yeah. I think the reason she has that strength is because it makes her literally she sick. She on an IV. Yeah, it makes her sick. Oh, it's just not okay. Yeah. Well, she's adorable. God, I wish I was allergic to everything. What the fuck? Some people get all the luck. I know. Some people just... I often say, like, oh, man, maybe I should go do, like, Naked and Afraid. What's that? Uh, it's this reality show on TV where you go out into the wilderness and you have to try and survive for 11 days. But you have to be naked? Uh-huh. Why? You can make yourself clothes if you can find the stuff. But, like, I would be terrified to be naked, so I would starve myself before I went. And then I feel like I would have no woods skills. I definitely want to. And I don't want to eat bugs. I don't like no. seafood if they put well, me you know in that it. I also... So I'd probably just get really starved. Oh, so you want to do it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I also have, <laughs> as part of my body dysmorphism, I'm inappropriately naked. Uh, like oh my god so i went to get my haircut and they were like they showed me into this little room and then they're like oh just put your bag here and just put on a cape well these capes looked they were like a full cape like down to the i don't know like past your butt and it had buttons on it so i took all my clothes off and i put this cape on and i walked out and they're like what are you doing i'm like (laughs) I don't know. You put me in a room with capes and I, I just took all my clothes off. Is that not what we're supposed to be doing? Oh, no. Yeah. And so then they were like, no, it's just like if you're getting your hair colored, you know, it just like, right, I don't know, it was like a rich person clothes. thing. And no, I, was I like, went for a massage or for a facial once and they were like, go ahead and put on this thing, this robe or whatever. And so I did, you know, I put it in, I laid down. She's like, honey, you need to take off your shirt because we're going to rub your shoulders. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Is he facial? I get totally naked. What? I get totally naked for a facial. Why? Maybe I'm not supposed to. Now I, no. I, because if you put me in a room with a robe, I'm going to take all of my clothes off. Like, I, that's you, what the robe indicates. If I get into a hotel and there's a robe, I'm taking all my clothes off and putting that robe on. If you put me in a room with a gun to my head and said, <laughs> get naked, I would say, shoot me. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a weird thing i always go to this one spot for my birthday and there's like a you i don't know you take like a bath i know it's weird i oh, like pay no. all this money I'm not, and i take a bath so I'm, i go in there and, also, and there's tea are there other people in that bath no it's just me it's okay, like you're so in a room and you're in the allison soup and not yeah but i've been in the the spas the where you have like oh yeah soup? i'm too public people soup no 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 
Yeah, I go. I take the bath. They that have tea. water goes up under their boobies where they may not have cleaned good enough. It goes up in their nannies and loosens up stuff because it's hot water. And then you soup yourself in it. <laughs> That's why you don't do like a jacuzzi. Like you wouldn't get naked in a jacuzzi. Not naked. No, no. But you think a bikini is going to be the thing that keeps you from nanas and other sorts of material? <laughs> it can keep my nanas in. Just that tiny little piece of elastic is the difference. <laughs> what kind of bathing suit do you think I wear? <laughs> what bathing suit do you wear? It's what do you have, closest, like sweatpants it's bathing suit? the closest suit? thing I can find to a wetsuit. It's definitely <laughs> got like a skirt for sure and the panties. And then I cut, this is a great tip for oh, no. girls like okay. me that don't like your arms. Okay. Get a cheap t-shirt, cut it up the middle, tie it like a little halfsy shirt so that you've got sleeves. <laughs> no, you, you, I'm, you don't like swimming. I love swimming. I love swimming too. And let me just tell you something. This is going to be our goal for the summer because I did it for my wedding and it was empowering. I saw you. I was there. Yeah. I did not. I had a pool at my wedding. Yeah. And I had made it a, a rule for myself. I said... I don't give a fuck what happens. I am spending an insane amount of money on my wedding, and I love swimming. The same thing happened. Like, when I got engaged, everyone was like, oh, my God, congratulations. How much weight are you trying to lose? And I was like, what? I did not know that I was this unattractive to people that I just needed to immediately be losing weight. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Am I supposed to be losing weight? Because your friends do. Are, <laughs> they do, like, um, bridal boot camp and, like, all of this stuff. And so many people had said, like, oh, my God, are you on your wedding diet? And I was like, he already knows what I look like, and he agreed to marry me. Like, I don't Who's understand. Are you talking about Literal, Kim Kardashian? Like, no, like, coworkers, many different people from many walks of life asked me how much weight I was trying to lose for my wedding. Which, let me tell you, I, I lost zero pounds for my wedding. I was proposed to. You looked beautiful. Thank you. Yes. And I said, I don't care what happens. I'm getting in a bathing suit at my wedding, and I am swimming. I am paying for all those people to eat. I am paying for them to be there. If they are so horrified by my body, they can leave. And I strapped on my bathing suit and I got in the pool and everybody could have been horrified, but I didn't care. And I'm doing it again because now Zoe's going to start swimming this year. She's a baby. I'm going to have to get in that pool with her. That's and why I, I started don't care swimming again. How fat I am, I'm getting in that pool with my kid. That's why I started swimming again. Yeah. Also, I have ginormous boobs. And sure. So I went. So I took um my nephews and my son to Disneyland, and we stayed at this place that had a pool. And I was like, I'm not because of my own shortcomings. I'm not going to. Yeah. Not let my kids swim. You know. So that's when I made the little t-shirt jacket. Yeah. Thing. And it was super cute. Yeah. And comfortable. I was comfortable. But yet at the same time, like there's never going to be a bathing suit where men don't literally go 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 at my boobs. They could think that I am the most vile, unattractive thing on earth. But then when they see my boobs, they're like, <laughs> I was walking down the street. I can't remember what I was doing, but I was just walking. I work downtown. Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of interactions with the public there. Mm -hmm. A lot of them. I'm going to tell you right now, I could admit I'm not looking particularly attractive. I don't think that's true, but Thank go you. ahead. But it's a lower point for me. <laughs> And uh, I was walking and this guy was like, hey, girl, you're looking good or something ridiculous. <laughs> and I was just like, relax. And he was like, you heard me. You look good. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is wrong? With like, I wasn't even like, first of all, of course, I'm not flattered. I'm horrified. No, no. I, it was just not good. But the the people there's 
walking from my car to my office, I run into someone every day that has something something to say. To say. And it's not always like I ran into a homeless guy the other day who was like he was standing outside Subway and he was like, Will you buy me a sandwich? And I was like, Okay. So we go in, it's morning. Mm-hmm. He then proceeded to order the most disgusting breakfast sandwich <laughs> I've ever I was like, What? He wanted this is what he ordered eggs and this is from subway i wouldn't eat the eggs from subway that's like those sicko microwavable like i would eat them okay yeah so you want his eggs bacon cucumbers Mm. mayonnaise mayonnaise (laughs) cheese i mean and then it just devolved from there i was just looking at him and i'm like listen i get it you're totally homeless but get it together I mean, that's fucking disgusting. I almost refuse. At that point, I'm like, really? And then he's like, can I have chips? I'm like, oh, you want chips with your breakfast? (laughs) This is outrageous. And so then I sent him off with this disgusting sandwich and his son chips. I was horrified. But see, you were judging what he ate. Of course I was. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, that's for the full circle. I can't even judge the homeless? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It was a disgusting sandwich. I saw another guy the other day who I was smoking. Of course, everybody always wants my cigarettes. And my rule is you can have the one that I'm smoking. But if you think I'm about to dig through my purse with you in front of me, you got it's not happening. But you can have my cigarette. No problem. Interesting. So I'm smoking. And this guy, literal bloody face, dead middle of the day, comes up to me and he's like, hey, can I have a cigarette? And I was like, you can have this one. And I think he took it. And I mean, literally, his hands were bloody. The whole thing was a wreck. And yeah. he's like... Do you have a Band-Aid? And I'm like, <laughs> let me listen, buddy. It's not going to help. But I was like, no, I don't have a Band-Aid. And he's like, ugh, people down here don't give a fuck. They treat me like a fucking dog. And I'm like, I just gave you, you a, a cigarette. cigarette. Why are you so mad at me? Also, you need to go to a hospital. Like, you literally. covered in blood. You are literally covered in blood. <laughs> like, there's no, no Band-Aid that anyone could give you. Like, he's so upset about it. And I'm like, literally, you need to just go to any hospital. <laughs> Or go to fucking CVS and steal Band-Aids. If you walk into a CVS and put Band-Aids all over your face, I assure you, they're not going to stop you no. on the way out. You're <laughs> no, going to be fine. Not. Why are you hitting up everybody for Band-Aids? It's crazy. Right? I don't know how we've gotten here. <laughs> the point is, I feel better knowing that other people are out there struggling. I'm not saying I want people to shit their pants on their way That's to That's kind Al of what you're saying. It's not what I'm saying. But I think also, that... Also, what commercial was Al Pacino doing? <laughs> and you know what? That's why you and I can't book commercials, because Al Pacino is doing all the commercials. It's true. Him, Danny DeVito, it's John Hamm. It's true. Uh, what's that cute blonde girl that played Frozen? Kristen Bell. Oh, yeah. She's her and her husband. cute. They're very nice. Her and her they're husband nice. are in every commercial. That's why I can't feed my baby. <laughs> The point is, I do think that there's some, I at least feel like a sense of solidarity knowing I'm not alone in the world, right? Because sometimes things happen to me and I'm like, I'm the biggest fuck up in the entire world. Nothing bad has ever happened to anybody else. That's definitely not true. You don't think? No. So, but that's, I feel that way now because somebody else has told us an absolute yours. Yeah, you know, a, like a big enough one that it took this entire episode. By the way, we didn't even lot. we didn't even get to like giving advice. No, I couldn't. Yeah, not today. No, it was too much. I just needed to live. When in the- there is poop, yeah, pouring out of your body in to front the of extent- a Mexican band, mariachi band, <laughs> is that racist? Allison? Probably. Oh my god.
We need to have a PSA section next time. Just public service announcement okay. that every time you do or say something okay. wretched, okay. I'm going to teach you. Okay. And no mariachi. <laughs> no. Okay. Sorry. You can't make mariachi jokes just because 12 Hispanic men were in her garage. <laughs> she didn't say they weren't in a band. I just want to point that I out. I think if there was a mariachi band in her parking garage, she would have said, oddly enough, it was a full-blown <laughs> mariachi band. So today we got a little side. Off track. We got a little off track. We started with an absolute yours. We were able to like live in the space. We talked about our horrible food issues. I talked about my body dysmorphism. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your absolute yours. We want to hear what problems. I mean, a lot of times our episodes are about trying to fix your problems and our problems. You can go to absoluteworstpodcast.com. Let us know what's going on with you. We want to thank the anonymous woman who yes, told us thank about you shitting so her pants. Much. And we also, of course, want to thank all of the other animal lovers that have previously yes. shared their information with us. But this one did take quite a while. Wow. It really sent us off on some It did. Tangents. It was worth it. It was worth it. Yeah, she really... I feel... Well, I she feel, put herself out on a limb. And she we did. Just, we, we walked out there with we her. We did, yeah. And Dana like told it. a story that she's definitely not going to edit out I'm of this I'm still episode. thinking about Don't editing do it, it out. Dana. Don't do it. We need to know that story. Well, listen, if people are receptive and like learn, like you said, it's nice to know that people. That you're not alone. Right. She, so listen, I'll lots think of about adults it. shit their pants. Okay. And then wipe themselves with their own clothing. It's a thing that oh happens. Oh, God. That's all I'm saying. Why are you living it? <laughs> Please rate, review, subscribe. This is the part to. Yeah, on all those things. Instagram, yeah. Facebook. Facebook, all those things. All Write those us things. in if you have a question. If we need def- our help, I give really good advice. Allison gives the worst advice. We're definitely going to try to help you. And if we can't, then somebody else out there can. Exactly. So we just want to um, wrap it up because Dana loves the JC. This is not. I mean, I do. Okay, fine. Oh, this is so awkward every time you do it. Awkward for you because you are Because you're telling your everyone that I want to pray at the end of every episode and that like. So you're saying you feel uncomfortable with God. Hey, Jesus, it's Allison. Um, I just want to thank you. Thank you for keeping me from shitting my pants as an adult, Mm -hmm. but having the compassion to be there for the people that do. Mm -hmm. And Jesus, I would like to thank you for giving me wonderful friends that aren't mean to me. Although I guess that doesn't matter. I'm the worst at this. Okay, we have to end. (laughs) That's the worst. (laughs) Amen. Bye. Okay, bye. Shut up and sit down.